Hello and welcome. I'm Danner. And I'm Janner. And welcome to Mama's Boy, a mother-son podcast where we have mm, slightly unhinged conversations about life. Afternoon, high tea. It's your boy Danner, and it's your girl Janner. Hey, welcome to Mama's Boy. <laughs> that was weird. Wasn't it's your it? girl Janner. <laughs> it's your it's your girl Janner. I mean, it's your boy Danner. Sounds okay because uh, I come from a millennial generation. Yeah, but, but it's the, the kind of like it's your girl Janner. What would you What would you have me say? It's your mom. Janner? It's your elder Janner. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you ask me. I think it, like it's your boy D, and it's it's your big boss Jay. <laughs> See, now that makes sense. Um, so, you will. I mean, no, no, no. It's your girl is was the appropriate thing to well, say. It it's right, but out. it just the way it came out. It, it, it was awkward. It, yeah, it was kind of coy, like a, like a child said it. It's your girl, Janner. Well, that's because as I'm saying it, I'm going. This is awkward. But uh-huh. what am I going to say? So I'm with you. Like it's your girl was the appropriate thing. Yeah. I think it was just more like the delivery. You know, I was like, <laughs> it's your boy, Danner. And you came as it's your girl. Janner. Well, that's because again, I my brain. Part you, of my brain what did is you going, even say? You were like, "It's your girl, Janner." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's your, it's, it's your boy, Danner. It's your girl, Janner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was just awkward, and and my mind couldn't stop my mouth. It's okay because I am vibrating on high levels today. Why? I don't know. It was just it was a good day. Well, you didn't even need any Halloween candy either. Uh not true. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I had... Oh, for those who don't know, yesterday was Halloween. Happy Halloween. We're, yesterday. Yeah, we're recording this on the day it should be released. We've gotten off to a wonky schedule with it yeah, all, so yeah. our apologies. I think we're still pushing out one a week, but they're kind of coming, like, Saturdays. Well, you know, it's just sorta. our way to keep you in suspense. Yeah, when's, mm-hmm. when's Danner and your girl Janner going to drop one? <laughs> we cannot wait for them to come out. Please, 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 please. please. It's, just, it's just a way to keep you enticed. Well, here's wondering. the thing. Here's the thing. No one's running up our numbers right now. You know, we get a couple listeners when we drop it. And I'm like, come on, guys, we're like famous at this point. And then I look back and it takes a few days for people to listen. So I'm just saying that's good. But, you know, we're just we're just drawing out that suspense. When are they going to I better listen to that last episode because I don't know. Are they are they gone? Are they dead? Yeah. Are they are they undergoing chemotherapy? Who knows? We want to tune in. We want to tune in and find out. Mm-hmm. So people are like listening to the last one. Yeah, because life is not really meant to be predictable, do you think? No, you keep life spicy. We uh-huh. know that. But see, the thing is about it is, too, is it's like we used to release on Tuesdays, which would record. But now that we're recording later, it sets it all backwards. Because yeah. now that we record later, then we release later. But then if we want to record again, nothing happens in between those times. Not like anything happens in our life anyways, but... Life happens. Life does happen. Um, So that being said, yesterday was Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yesterday. Mom. What? What's the origin of Halloween? Do you even know? Uh, No, I have no idea. Do you? Yeah. Tell me. I don't know, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's a pagan holiday. Yeah, I bet so. Yeah, we're going to find this out, but to go way back, because if you all listen, this is how this show works, where... um, 
I basically ramble about a different topic and then go back to what Janner asked me earlier. I did have Halloween candy. Had a little piece of uh, like a Sour Patch gummy oh. while we were on the road. Okay. And then I stole Uh-oh. from my little nephew. I stole an Almond Joy oh. out of his bag because oh. I enjoy them. But I stole it so that this morning, because candy as a pre-workout is actually pretty good. It spikes your blood sugar so you get more energy when you work out. Oh, okay. So you can have like a little candy right before you work out. Okay. And it like kind of gives you that boost. So I ate it before I worked out today. I ate a little Almond Joy. Oh. So I was in charge, went to to, uh, my daughter's house with little grandbabies. And I was in charge of answering their door and handing out candy. So... My daughter hands me a bowl of the of the gross candy. We're talking. I do like Twizzle Twizzlers. Twizzles. So I was eating all of them out of there, and but she had like sour sour Twizzles. But wait, hold on. Let me go back. Did you say that she's got the bad candy? Well, no. Wait, hold okay, on okay, one okay. second. Okay. okay. Uh, the, I have the bowl of the of the uh, Skittles packets of Skittles, um, a Starburst. And not a chocolate to be had. I, I gave away the last little thing of M&M's to this cute little toddler who couldn't eat the other things. So there was really gross candy after I'd finished all the Twizzlers. And and then the kids were coming, so I texted her, is there more candy? So when she came home for Owen's potty break, she dumped in more candy. And guess what? It was full of delicious chocolates. She had been hiding the delicious chocolates. I was giving out the bad candy, and yet she. Do so you think she's a, holding out? I think so. On the chocolates, I because so. what I saw at the beginning were pretty good candies. Like, weren't they like the good sticky ones, like Swedish Fish and Sour Patch? See, to me, those aren't the most desirable. To me, the chocolates are. I feel like because I was looking through the little boys' bags, and like times are changing. You know, I saw a lot of like. Gummy bears and Swedish fish. That's because the chocolates are expensive. Are they? But Kelly was holding out. So that's I'm not gone. And here I am answering her door. So wait, wait, wait. So you're you're taking this personally? Like she held them out on you? No, not on me. But it was not nearly. Because you're passionate for these kids. I know, but it was not nearly as interesting the first half of the night. Once I got the chocolate varietal, and I pulled up a chair so I could see out there window to see when the kids are coming. I had a glass of wine and I was listening to the best book called The Dutch House by Ann Patchett, by the way. Go, oh, it's so good. And I'm listening to the audio by, and it's uh, uh, narrated by Tom Hanks. So good. Wait, why, what is, why does Tom Hanks narrate this? I don't know, but it's really good. So <laughs> out there. Wait, the plug Dutch it again. House, what is it? The Dutch House by Ann Patchett. Okay. And if you like Audible, it's by Tom Hanks. It's wonderful. Anywho. Random, random. So I had my AirPods in, glass of wine, and now a bowl of chocolate. So... I am just sitting there listening to my book, pounding in the chocolate. And I regretted it this morning, yes, because it's not on a low-fat diet. But it Are you was, on a low-fat diet? I'm so well, I yeah. I have been trying to eat well, better. Nice. Since my cholesterol came in sky high. Hey, you know what they say about cholesterol? What? Schmolesterol. <laughs> I had a doctor once who said that to me. So anyway, once I got the bowl of chocolates, a glass of wine, a great listening book, I was set for the evening. So you're saying that the chocolates were the game changer for you? It was. They give you mad confidence, uh-huh. relaxation skills. Oh, yeah. How many do you think you had? I probably had five. Yes. Janner. I know. Well, That's not too bad on No, because once you said Almond Joys, my mind was set. I needed an Almond Joy. What? I said it just now. No, no, no. Last night you had one in your hand. I saw it. 
Dang, maybe I sold two then. I think I had a second almond yeah, joy. Yeah, because then I really wanted one. Almond joys and are there was fire. A, yeah, and then I there never, wasn't any chocolate. They used in the to be bowl. so undervalued. Like when I when I was a child, they were Reese's were like Reese's and Kit Kats were like top two. Yeah. For sure. And then probably some Snickers in there. Uh, but really at the bottom was an almond joy. Cause like who wants like coconut and an almond in their shit? Like Yeah. No. That, little kids, it wasn't. Yeah. It, that shit sucked. Yeah. And now I got older. Uh-huh. Let's talk. It's like Almond uh-huh. Joys uh-huh. and then probably like Snickers. Well, Reese's is still high. I'd probably say it's like a Reese's and then Almond Joy and then Snickers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I remember one year as a kid, I got a caramel apple. Uh-huh. Damn. I remember when that hit my sack. The Halloween sack, that is. Uh-huh. Um, that I was like, oof, this is something good. Was it packaged? and? Yeah, or? pre-wrapped, pre-wrapped. Wow. I, I had another one one year where there's a big thud in my bag, and I was stoked to get back. Ran home, canned tuna. I remember it was that. was a can of tuna. <laughs> I remember that. Were you older, and he was going, get out of here? No, 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 I wasn't that you old. You were younger? Yeah, I was younger. I think they were, because people got random things. I think they were clearing out the pantry and dropping uh, shit in people's bags, which is kind of... Mm, fucked up yeah. sorry for my language it's kind of not cool yeah because p- kids are excited about some candy it's like the one time you get like a bunch of free candy remember the night was it was it you who had their candy stolen or you saw it stolen no i was thinking about that it was it was dad it was dad um i was with him because he stopped the van and he chased after him so it wasn't your candy no or maybe no so he saw somebody's take some little kid's candy. Uh-huh. I was thinking about it because I remember him slamming on the brakes and going after this this. Did punk. he get him? Yeah. He got their candy back. And he's like, oh, there's still candy. It was a big thing. I was thinking about that today, yeah. Did dad, he tackle him? Dad was like the a guy little hero. I don't remember it. seeing it. He just jumped out of the van. He's like, they just took your candy. And he just, like, ran. And I just saw him coming back with it. And then he like, handed it to this kid. Oh. Yeah, your dad's a freaking hero. Yeah. Or your husband is. Yeah, what if that robber had, like, a... Done. I know. I was like on. I was on Reddit today, and I saw like there's all these videos because almost everybody owns a Ring doorbell now. You yeah. know, like the video camera doorbells. Yeah. Everybody's got one, and there's just all these videos like of of adults. You know, because a lot of people are just setting out buckets of candy anymore. Uh-huh. We saw that a lot where people uh-huh. just put the bucket out. Uh-huh. Adults just taking handfuls and handfuls, and some dumping the entire bucket into their kids' bags, <laughs> like. I saw several videos, probably like 10 in a row that were, people were just posting these going like, what garbage humans. And then like they would confront them and they're blaming it on Those their kids. white trash people. They kind of are. Like how trashy to just like take all this candy. Like, first of all, fat kids. Let's be honest though. Look, this is just a fact from what I saw. All the adults that were doing this were very large adults, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is just gross to me that you're, yeah. but I was also thinking just because, you know, the psychologist had made stuff, but that maybe psychology has nothing to do with this, but sugar is just as addictive as cocaine. Really? Uh huh. In fact, almost more so. It's it almost fires more dopamine receptors in your brain than cocaine does. Why? So wow. sugar is more addictive. Um. So I was like, you know, a lot of people they're just they're literally just going crazy for that candy. And they're all bigger people, and they're yeah, they're white they, trash. I know, I know. But there was a funny video I saw today of this woman who <laughs> she she said she she posted it saying like, oh, I had a really busy week, um, and it was her ring doorbell. She showed a few days of it, but she'd gotten back and from walking her dog and was kind of throwing the poop bags in the front corner of her porch, and then forgot about Halloween. And kids were coming by taking the poop bags. 
Oh. They were thinking they were like, it was like a stack of little goodie bags. Oh, and no. they were throwing them into their bags. And she posted it going, I'm so sorry that wasn't candy. I probably look like the villain on oh, Halloween no. night. Because all these kids were grabbing the boot bags and like thinking they got goodie bags. Oh, that's so, so sad. So well, how did we start having to give out candy? Well, Halloween. For Halloween. Should we dive into the origin a little bit? I want to know why, maybe not even the origin, why we, how did we get into handing out candy? Well, to get into it, as to how, how we started getting it <laughs> to candy, <laughs> my lobes were going. Let's just, let's just, let me read one sentence, okay? Okay. okay. So that way we can just know. The tradition Ori good My name is Daniel <laughs> Their tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1 as a time to honor all saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of of Samhain. The evening before was known as All Hallows' Eve and later Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating, carving, blah. Okay? Okay. So there we go. Okay. And then, um, basically, barring from European traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or money, a practice that eventually became today's trick-or-treat tradition. But why would they say... Young oh. women believe that on Halloween they could divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple parings, or mirrors. But how did it evolve to where you had to go from house to house and get food and turning into treats? How did that come from All Hallows' Eve? Well... Inquiring minds want to know. Because by the 1920s and 30s, Halloween had become a, had become a secular but community-centered holiday. And so people just started giving out treats? Uh, I guess, but it was saying that we we uh, we took from them. I just, I like that one sentence about asking for money. We should bring that Halloween back. Ask for money? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't need candy. Can I have a dollar? <laughs> no, no. No, I don't no. want a Kit Kat. I want a $10 bill. Yeah, no, you can't have a Kit Kat. You Please. can't have ten dollars either. Yeah, here's See, a nickel. Uh, you know who, who? Even nickels, really. If you got a nickel, wouldn't you just toss it? I mean, who? A, a nickel's not even that big a deal. Even a quarter now in today's money, a quarter. Yeah, you you. A quarter was be okay, but pennies, nickels, and dimes. If you got that, that's like cheap ass, right? Don't if you, you got think? it for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd still kind of be stoked on it, but because it's money. But, but like, honestly, I'm at the age though, and I'm not, you know, I'm not like rich or anything. But if I see a penny, sometimes it almost looks like too much of an effort to pick up. I know, I've done that. I've left a I've penny. Stepped, I've stepped over several pennies. Yeah. I'm just, I can't be bothered to pick up no, one. No, I cent. know. See, it's not worth anything. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, I know. But I just want to know um, how. Did candy come about into Halloween? Yeah. You know? Did the candy because companies candy, promote it? Candy had first made its appearance in the 1800s at American Halloween parties as taffy that children could pull. And candy is now solidified as the go-to treat. By the mid-20th century, Halloween tricks of old had all but disappeared. 
and people just in the 20s just start. I wonder if my mom went trick-or-treating because she was born in the Depression. So I bet you did. But I, I bet wonder. you did, but I, I, I feel like you would like. It also said that section about like they would do like tricks and stuff. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe the Depression, it wasn't all about like. Like giving treats and things that they didn't have much, but you could do like tricks. Or maybe it was more so, right? Because you wanted to be part of the community and so you give like a little bit to, to, to other households or something. You know what? I'm going to ask my older patients if they went trick-or-treating as a kid. I most will say, yeah, you're going to have to reach way back. I have a couple 90-year-olds. Do you? Uh-huh. Which would make them from the what? Um, make them from the... 1930s. 30s. Yeah. I'm going to ask him and I'll get back to you, audience. Uh, Janner, don't forget to get back to us on this. Okay. We want live reporting. Okay. All right. Um, oh, here's something interesting. As you may have guessed, we have the Candace Janner to thank. At least, let, me, let me not mumble over my words again. Would you please? I get really excited about this. It's been a while since I r- read out loud into class. <laughs> As you may have guessed... We have the candy industry to thank, at least in part. Yeah. For Candy Day. Yeah. Back in 1916, Christmas and Easter were the major holidays to peddle sweets, but execs were looking for a way to boost fall candy sales. So they started pitching the idea of Candy Day, celebrated the second Saturday in October. Well, that's dumb. What does that tell me about Halloween? Yeah. Who? Yeah. What? Everybody listening, I apologize. I just got us... Uh, Worthless little, piece of information. A little sidestepped. Yeah. You know, it's hard to be the researcher and the narrator at one time, Janner. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm trying to do so much. So I wonder how much Halloween represents candy companies' overall yearly sales. While the candy industry was on the hunt for a fall holiday, neighborhood parents were looking for an organized activity to keep youngsters out of trouble. And by the late 1940s, passing out treats was established as an alternative to tricks. So kind of oh. 1940s, yeah. So you got to get back on the, um, you get, get back with some of your oldies. Okay. And find out. You wonder how much Halloween contributes to overall sales? Yeah, versus like Easter or Christmas. How much of like... Mars Candy Company. How much does Halloween represent of their yearly sales? Are we curious that I got to yes. look it up? Yes. All right. Because Mars Company, I think, makes M&M's, don't, don't they? Uh, we're back after Googling that. And, Jenner, I want you to just take a guess for me. Uh, it represents... No, 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 no. But hold on. Guess for me, please, how much Americans spent on candy for Halloween in 2021. How Americans, like, so not an individual, but just Americans in general. Like Americans. Okay, a billion dollars. What? A billion. No. Less? No. More? Yes. Two billion? No. More? Yes. Oh my gosh, three billion? Yes. (gasps) Three billion dollars? Americans spent an estimated three billion dollars on candy for Halloween in 2021. Oh my gosh, that's good. Chocolate's so expensive. Three billion. Billion dollars. Well, bag of chocolates, even like at Costco, I think, isn't it like twenty bucks or something? Um, I don't know. A lot. These sucker ass kids ain't getting candy from me. Yeah, that's no wonder Kelly had the rotten candy at first. Coming to my car, kids. <laughs> I actually know a few van lifers who set up 
Really? Um, yeah. That would be scary. Yeah, but I mean, they made it fun. I think they set up in like a park kind of by a neighborhood oh. and they opened the door, had it all decorated with lights inside. There was like three of them parked with each other. Oh. They put up a big sheet that said free candy with like kind of blood stains, making it kind of play into that. But then they sat out front with costumes and a bowl of candy and uh. stuff. So it actually wasn't like come into my van. Yeah. But they said it. it actually looked a lot of fun. Like it'd be a fun way if you're living in your van to kind of. Yeah. Incorporate, you know, sit nearby, you're sitting out front. It looked kind of fun. So really giving each kid a dollar was probably cheaper than going out and buying chocolate, the good stuff. Probably, actually. Yeah. Or you buy the really stupid stuff. The, um, what are those uh, those little taffy things that come in yellow and red wrappers? Um, honey, honey, honey bars or something oh, oh um bitto honey bitto honey the oh. worst. <laughs> they're not bad but they're like not desirable like oh, if, if somebody hands one to me i would eat it but it's not desirable i wouldn't eat you it. know what i love what malted milk balls oh go for it yes. what are they called though those are called because they're not malted milk oh, balls. They're, um, uh, milk duds no because milk, milk duds no, are no, hard that she was oh oh hey, what are they called the, i know um, oh malt balls malt no. No. Doesn't sound right either. Whoppers. Whoppers. Yeah. Whoppers. Unless for sure. you get a stale whopper and it's, it doesn't kind of. That's true. But what yeah. you have to do is you bite it in half and then you press half on your tongue and kind of suck. Mm -hmm. And so it like de whoppers the inside. Yeah. And you just have that chocolate shell and you eat it. Yeah. Whoppers are banging. They are banging. Yeah. I mm -hmm. like I like a good milk dud. They're kind of hard sometimes. Milk duds get stale and get really hard. They do. If you don't eat them timely. Yeah. Uh -huh. They're pretty tough. Um, yeah. What's the other one? Like what? what's a knot or something they're like taffy in a square um oh. they're kind of like rip off starburst i don't you know. probably wouldn't know they're no. what but here let's go back again we like to talk and then go back to questions okay so the top 10 candy purchases for halloween make up more than 33 percent of all sales wow that's a that's a that's a big amount i guess not as much as i would have thought though i know i would have thought more too Ew, what? Guess what candy is the clear leader in sales? That must be a surprise. Yeah. Candy corn? Yes. And no one likes candy corn. Ew. Kelly likes candy corn, your sister. Ew. I like it. Ew. In, in, I like it. I like Are you it. out of your mind? I'm not. I like it sparingly. <laughs> They're disgusting. I, I, I like it sparingly. You shouldn't even like them at all. We need to have a heart to heart about this. I would. I don't really like. I don't really want Jenner, to get a honey. Put down the candy corn. Okay. What's second then? Um, candy corn is the clear leader, followed by chocolate bars and candy pumpkins. Ooh. Candy apples are also very popular, while gummies tie with boxed candy for fourth place on the list of best-selling candies at nearly five percent. Candy corn continues to lead in solid candies throughout autumn but it loses its dominant position to chocolate during christmas oh yeah popular candies such as snickers reese's peanut butter cups candy corn and starburst are expected to be in high demand one website suggests that americans consume around blank pounds of candy each year how much you think it janner uh, one american or americans in a whole in the whole I'm, I'm guessing this is when it says Americans consume around. I'm, I'm guessing they're thinking one individual. Because okay. the number I'm thinking... Um, 50 pounds. No. More? No, less than, luckily. 30. No. Less? Yeah, which is good. 20. Yes. 
20 pounds? Yeah. Well, it's one website suggests that Americans consume around 20 pounds of candy each year, including Halloween, while another claims it to be 25 pounds. Some claim 30. So we could say 20 to 30 pounds. That's a lot of candy. That's a lot of candy, except for some of those people we saw on camera. They're just consuming 50. nonstop. They're yeah. 50. They're 50 pounders. Yeah. I just, I, like, look, even when I was a big guy, I just, I could only have so much candy. Like, there yeah. was really, I just don't know how people can really just chug down the stuff. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Like even when I was heavy and I was not eating healthy candy, I, and I wasn't even drinking pop either. Like it just wasn't like, they're just so sugary to me that I yeah. can't like, obviously don't get me wrong. I was having like a sweet treat and I was probably still having more than I should, but I just don't care how people can eat tons of candy. No. And then they wash it down with the mountain do those. They really trash. do. They do. Who, who'd see, who'd take bowls of candy. Yeah. Think about the other little kids. Yeah. Wash it down with Mountain Dew, you stupid head. Yeah, pour it into your ear, and I hope it comes out of your left eye. <laughs> stupid heads. Yeah, yeah like, that's basically like stealing from a baby. Yeah. Or stealing from a kid. Or you from know? other kids. Like, yeah, they're trying to have it. One person, sorry not to go back to it, but I'm going back to it. One person even made a, a candy dispensing device that would like give them a piece of candy when somebody came out. How cool is that? In the neighborhood? Uh-huh. Neighborhood. In the neighborhood? In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. So did those. they had people manning it or was it just... No, it was like you'd walk up and it would automatically zinc. you get a little piece of candy and you could take it and walk away. Really? And some kids came up and be- tried to bash it open and then the kid just stole the entire thing. They ran oh. away with the whole machine. That... Well, you you saw him? Yeah, it was on a ring doorbell. It was on like somebody oh, posted I this it video. Was in the neighborhood. No, somebody posted. Oh, I would have chased the kid down if I saw oh, something like that. I'd be so after him. Rude. But isn't it? And they were older, but they were they were probably like twelve or thirteen old, not like yeah. old old. So yeah. that's like starting so early. Oh, that's the saddest. I don't know. It's so crazy to me, like how people. It's probably parents with who who took the candy bowls to begin with. Their kids learn that. I just. I just, I don't know. It always goes back to nature and nurture. Yeah. Do you think they just have shitty people? Or do you think they're born shitty people? Or do you think, think their parents just they, suck that much? I think they, the parents suck that much. They didn't teach them anything. But how do you teach somebody like trick-or-treating? I guess no. maybe if they're a little older, you've over time. You know, it was so cute because my sister's got two little, my, my two little nephews, um, Logan and Dylan. They're just, were they four and a half, four years old? They're, they're going to be four and they're just the cutest and Logie Logan sorry for everyone listening call him Logie he uh ran up and I snagged some and he only had like two in his hand or something maybe three and the woman didn't care standing he's got baby hands you know but I didn't really see that and I was standing down there because it, it just kind of looked like he went crazy and I said and it was kind of right before he got there and I said remember guys just take one at a time please and he turned to me and like I said he only had two or three and then he looked at me and just calmly set them all down and grabbed his one piece and got really happy about it and threw it in his bag Aww. it's the cutest thing I've ever seen it was just he was so polite about it and that's how it should be because he just he like he, he really didn't realize he just got excited by the candy yeah, and, yeah. and I wasn't punishing him for it it was just like everybody you know because there was three or four boys as everybody you know grab one piece yeah and he just put them all back and I was like what a oh it's a bragging moment for that little oh, guy that little guy he's they're um, good kids I know they're so cute but um yeah you know oh here's a fun one too I mean we're just Candy facts for all, tell baby. Me, tell me. Um, let's let us take a look at um, the most popular candy by state. Well, what does Colorado say? I know, I know. Let's, but you, you know, I'm going to put you on a guessing game here. Okay. Don't you read it? Didn't you? No, I, I can't see that far. Okay. Um, so let's see. Let's see if you can come up with it. 
So minus the candy corn, since we know that's the most popular. Yeah, like think think okay. main candies. Main, I think M and M's for Colorado. Wrong, but you're in like a really good category. Oh, so it's got to be. So a I chocolate. will give you chocolate. Uh, I think Reese's then. Okay. No. Okay. One more. Yep. One more guess. Oh, pressure. It, it's it's a little surprising. But not off the radar surprising. Uh, Three Musketeers. No. What? Hershey's Kisses. Oh. Which is interesting, because I feel like I don't see many Hershey Kisses. No, no. Yeah. And second place, just take two guesses on what you think second place top candy is. I will say that you didn't guess it already. Oh, really? Okay. Um, so it's none of those. Just then, just those miniature Hershey bars. Nope. <laughs> Snickers. It's, nope. Damn. Twix. Really? I like mm-hmm. Kit Kats over Twix. I do love Twix, though. You do? I love a good Twix. Oh, I like Kit Kats better. I like the crunch of a Kit And in third place for Colorado... Is? Take one Kit guess. Kat. Kit, Kit Kat. Kat? No. What? Milky Way. Okay. So we've got Hershey's Kisses for Colorado, Twix, and Milky Way. Mom, you grew up in, or you were conceived in... Kansas. All right, let's go to Kansas. Number one. One guess. Go. Uh, Hershey bars. No, Reese's cups. Number two guess. Kit Kat. No, M and M's. Third guess. Kit Kat. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids. Really? Yep. So we have Reese's, M and M's, and Sour Patch Kids. Wow. Dang. Oh, dang. I'm trying to see if any of these are just off the radar. Huh. You know, uh, Georgia's a little weird. What is it? For Tell Georgia, me. we've got Swedish Fish. Is number one. Ooh. Jolly Ranchers for number two. And then Reese's Cups. Really? Yeah. Jolly Ranchers. I don't think you see them very much anymore. You don't see them too much. I no. do love a good rancher, I will say. Yeah. Look at this. Louisiana's Lemonheads is number one. Really? What are they eating in the South? Y'all some weirdos down there. Yeah. Not really. You're cool cats, but. Yeah. Those are some odd first places. Those, those are. Ew. What? Minnesota. Tootsie Pops candy. We don't even know what that is. That's a sucker. Tootsie, a Tootsie Pop. Oh, a Tootsie Pop? Yeah. I guess we do know what that we is. We know what that is. <laughs> Tootsie Pop. But a Tootsie Pop? Well, that's... Number one candy. Well. A Tootsie Pop? They are delish. No, they're average. Uh, I like a Tootsie Pop. Over all other candy you can no. get on Halloween. No, You're like, no, yes, no. where's my Tootsie Pop? No, no, no. My it's fa- weird. No, I would first grab for a Reese's. Yep. Then an Almond Joy. You're a Kansas gal. Yep. Mm, then an Almond Joy. Yep. Then a Kit Kat. That would be my order. Yeah. That's what I would grab. Ew. Minnesota. Tootsie Pops candy is number one. Skittles is number two. Hot Tamales is number three. Really? Hot. What is going on? In Minnesota. Okay, so uh, hot tamales? They guess they need to warm up. We have to go down to Wisconsin. Do Wisconsin. You know Wisconsin's an odd bag of people. Let's do it. Go down to Wisconsin. For my cousin, everybody's still living there. I love you very much. But come on, the rest of y'all? Coming. Let's, yeah. Let's coming. See. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's see. What, let's find out. Let's find out what Wisconsin. y'all. Butterfinger candy is number one. I do like those. I like a good Except for they do get stuck in your teeth. Yeah, but it's kind of fun. Yeah. They're like, they're just flaky. And they're, just, I love a good Butterfinger. I, I love the crunch, but they do get stuck and then you have to dig them out. Yeah. Yeah. Starburst candy is their number two. Okay. And then hot tamale is their number three. I can take or leave Starburst. I don't know. I like Yeah, them, I yeah. do, but I only like pink. The rest can go to hell. Really? Yeah. Look at Tennessee and my sister's in Tennessee. We will, but I'm seeing what's right below it and it's Wyoming. 
And? Which is Reese's Cups candy is number one. Okay. Not that bad. Right. Saltwater taffy as number two. What? And double bubble gum as number three. What? <laughs> what? In who's Wyoming? looking who's looking at their bag looking for double bubble bubble gum? Who no? That's not even like the good flavor. That's just double bubble bubble gum. How many people are stoked on double bubble bubble gum? I don't know. Wyoming. Come hey, on, get a life, Wyoming. Get your shit together. Saltwater taffy is number two. What? I feel like that's the most boring Halloween. Oh, yes. Where's my saltwater taffy? <laughs> Ooh, double bubble bubble gum. Yum. Yeah. yeah, if I got saltwater taffy, I'd be going. Son, did you wrangle the cash? No, yeah, I can't. I'm eating my saltwater taffy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Damn it. The sheep have bubble gum in their fur again. The sheep are getting after each other. I'll be right there. I'm eating Ooh. my hot tamales. <laughs> um, all right, Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee for my sister. Where are you from Tennessee? No. Oh, because you're the only there. 10 I see. Oh, good pickup line. Thanks, Ma. Yeah. Hasn't worked for me yet, but no, someday. Someday, maybe. I'm sure a girl will Again, that. Tennessee, still kind of weirdos. Um, Tootsie Pops is number one. Okay. Skittles is number two. Okay. Saltwater Taffy is number three. What's with the South and saltwater taffy? Well, the South does make a lot of saltwater taffy. They're I kind of taffy people. Like when I was in Georgia and stuff, they they're like famous for their candy. I guess that's well, true. Well, is it Georgia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those seaside towns always sell saltwater taffy. Yeah, they sell saltwater taffy by the seashore. They do. The seaside town sells saltwater taffy by the seashore. In fact, I think her name is Sue. Yeah, Sue sells saltwater taffy by the seashore <laughs> in the south. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Southern they, Sue sells. They call her Southern Sue sells saltwater taffy by the seashore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find some other like look. Everyone else is pretty normal. Okay. North right. Dakota. Look at Ohio. North Dakota's a little weird. Hot tamale candy is number one. Okay. Which I'm a little, you know, come you on, know, guys. These, these these northern countries need to stay warm, so they need to spice up their mouth. Yeah, but that hot tamales suck. They just suck as a candy. It's just like intense yeah. cinnamon. Like, who's going around chewing Big Five gum? I don't know. Nobody. Nobody does. Who just chews Big Five? I don't know. Like, we make St. Bernie's CBD makes a cinnamon whiskey gum. Yeah. But it's nothing like that. It's mellow. Mm-hmm. It's got subtle hints of whiskey uh-huh. and real cinnamon. Uh-huh. And it's delicious, like sitting by a campfire yeah. on a nice fall evening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But hot tamales? No, forget them. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> now, it's for Ohio, where my sister lives. We have number one is blow pops. Again, I think it's just a little weird. Yeah. People like candy bars. Like, to just like us, you can go to the bank and get a sucker. Yeah. Like, you can just go get a dum dum from the bank. Like, who's seeking out a blow pop? I, I, yeah, blow pops, no. That's just no. a weird one to me. Yeah. Number two is M&M's. Okay, but... That's normal. I guess, but that's so cash. Like, look, that's just just like Colorado. I'll rip on Colorado, too. Like, a Hershey Kiss? Yeah. Like, that's the best we could do is just, like, a Hershey Kiss? Yeah. Like, there's... Good candy bars, and we're like, oh, I just want like a, a piece of chocolate, yeah, that's shaped like a dollop, yeah. And then you go to Ohio, and they're like, I just want M and M's. But that's okay. I I'm okay with that. It's blow It's, pops, it's not weird. as weird as the other ones, but it's like I just feel like we could do better as a people. Okay, what about number three in Ohio? Number three in Ohio is Starburst. See, Starburst. Mm. No, see, Starburst are like a little unique and different. Like, mm. receptionists have chocolate. Like, here's a chocolate. Little I know, boy, but Starburst like, kind of make my. There's just so sugary. Oh, says so a woman who likes candy corn. I know, but 
You're right. Good point. But Lick. I don't know. I just, because candy corn to me is like pure sugar. Like when it touches my mouth, I felt like I've eaten a year's well, worth of sugar. It, Starburst, I, I, if I had nothing else to candy, maybe I'd eat a Starburst, but it really wouldn't be my go-to. No, you just kind of suck on them. Yeah. You know what's underrated? Airheads. That's a young Ooh, person candy, that's I feel a very like. Young person. Yeah, a little more airheads, but... I don't know. I just, there could be better. I mean, I'm looking at this like twi- Twix, are, Twix are solid. Well, you I should get like candy bars and stuff. Like, what are we? You, did you know how M&Ms were invented? No. For the troops. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. Well. In World War II? One of the wars. Oh, forgetting which one. Might have been one. Mm. I'll have to look that up real quick. Kay. But it was so that the chocolate didn't melt so they could have a sweet treat. And so they put them oh. in a candy shell so that they could actually pack it with them and they wouldn't melt over everything wow. so they could have a little sugar M&Ms during the war. They're just iconic. I like M&M's. I mean, you can knob them by the handful. Yeah. Um, I like to sort of put them in my mouth, let them get just a little bit melted, and then crunch them. So what, M&M's? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But see, they're supposed to be unmeltable, so you kind of like... I uh-huh. bite like a little piece uh-huh. just so like I could kind of melt. But then you get that candy shell and I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so tell us. Yeah, yeah. So M&M's were first introduced commercially in 1941 by Forrest Mars. Sir Forrest got the idea of the candy after observing soldiers eating chocolate pellets with a hard shell during the Spanish Civil War. Oh. Which makes us wonder, when was the Spanish Civil War? Because we're not historians here. No. We did um, not pay attention in high school history class. Yeah, which there's a, do you ever, probably not you because you're a nerd in the best way possible. But for me, there's a lot of things in school I wish like I would have paid attention to. Like now I find really cool. Yeah. History being one of them. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, why didn't I pay more attention? Like that actually is really cool that that stuff happened. Mm-hmm. And then in college, I took a, a, a theory of evolution class. Oh, fascinating. But it was like I cheated all the time on it. Well, it just was like, because he wouldn't care. So when we were taking tests, we could just basically talk because he was an old man who wouldn't listen and just didn't really care. But it was fascinating. It was cool. We actually got to look at skulls and like see how humans evolved and why we, and I was like, why didn't I pay attention? I know. Yeah. It's just, you know. Because as kids, you don't think, oh, this is boring. You just want to see. Yeah. And even college, I went to party with all this stuff. It's just evolution. But now looking back on that's cool knowledge that I wish I would retain. Like that's anyway. Yeah. But Spanish Civil War was July 17th, 1936 to April 36th. Nope. <laughs> got really distracted. Spanish Civil War was July 17th, 1936 to April 1st, 1939. So three years, 1936 to 39. Okay. Interesting, eh? So, and then, and he saw it in 1941. So then he decided to make it a candy officially in 1941. Oh, okay. So a few years after that, he's like, you know what? I could slap some M's on that bitch and make some money. Yeah, I could. Yeah. If I just put M's on these things. Yeah. We're rocking. Isn't that weird that they call it M&M's? M&M's. It must have been like Mars and Mars Mars and Mars. Mars. Okay. Now you got to look up M&M's. How'd that get its name? M&M's. um, and everybody knows what an M&M is. And M- it's, M, it's not M and M's, it's M&M's. The two M's represent the names of Forrest E. Mars, Sr., the founder of Newark Company, and Bruce Murray, son of Hershey's Chocolates president, William F. Murray, Oh, who had a 20% share in the product. Oh, Wow. So let me just say that it's shortened for everybody. The two M's represent the names of Forrest E. Mars and Bruce Murray. Mm-mm. 
M&M's. M&M's. And there you go. It's a it's a household name now. What a little joint venture. Except if we're going down that path, peanut M&M's are the best. I, li- I like both. No, I like both. no, no, no. You're wrong. Um, Because, see, the thing is, is once you buy into a peanut M&M or anything else that has variety to it, then you go back to an M&M, boring. Well, I tried to offer a peanut M&M to your nephew, and he said no. A single one? I said, you want some M&M? peanut M&M's? No, I don't like peanut M&M's. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like if you just had reframed them or been like, here's some candy, he would have eaten them. Probably, you're right. He just didn't like it just to spite you. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. What What didn't we like back in the day that you renamed a certain vegetable? Oh, zucchinis. You guys got... So you, you used to eat green vegetables and zucchini being one of them. And then all of a sudden you didn't like zucchini. So I switched the name to Italian squash. They were Italian squash. Yeah. And it... it you did it for once, and then after that, you realize they were zucchini. Yeah, although <clears throat> the thing is, they could have been cucumber because nobody knows the difference oh, between honey, a zucchini and a does. cucumber. Everybody knows the difference. Nobody knows the difference between a zucchini and a cucumber. Knows. Nobody knows. I know. You're not everybody. You're everybody to me. Everybody knows the difference. Everybody, clap your hands. People have to weigh in. No. Listen to no. me. If you were to put a blindfold on people, okay? Okay. And have them crunch down on it. Do. Nobody's going to Do know. Do it to me. I will know. No, you I so will, honey. They're the same Do thing. it. Do a test with it's me. It's so on. We're going to do it. And you're going to It's so on. Out. We're going to do this before the next pod. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's so on. Everybody knows. Because I, I feel like the only reason you might be able to tell in person is because of the coloration. No, some are like yellow and some me, are green. I, I know. But if we just blindfold you and you eat them. I know. No way. Especially way. you and you can't taste. Honey, I would know. How? I just would. I could know. I know. I just you don't. Yeah, I do. Oh, it's going down. It's on. Time. Going back to that. It's like you crunch it to a peanut M&M and then you crunch it in half and you kind of eat that chocolate and you crunch the other side off and then you have a peanut and then yeah. you just eat that peanut. That is pretty yummy. You remember, then you just go back to an M&M and you're like, all right, I'm just shoving chocolate in my mouth. I know, but if you just kind of let it melt a little bit, then you get the crunchy outer shell. I like that. You know what I like to do that to? What? Um, Reese's Pieces. Ah. I feel like that's a under, like under awarded snack. You know, I would I would always go to a Reese's peanut butter cup. I don't think I would reach for a Reese's pieces. I would too. I would go for a Reese's peanut butter cup first mm-hmm. if they were side by side. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like cuz you're not often presented with Reese's pieces. True. You probably when you see them, you're like, "Oh, that's a good little switch up." Yeah, you probably don't know the movie that made Reese's pieces sales go bazonk out the window. Definitely don't go bazonk out the window. E.T. Really? E.T. Uh-huh. did? Uh-huh. Because he put them on the ground to attract E.T. Oh, that's what he used? Yeah. And they said, I haven't seen that movie in a while. Yeah. I haven't either. Yeah, we should watch E.T. We should watch that. But they put Reese's on the ground. That's was mm-hmm. how he like drew him out. Mm-hmm. Was it? And mm-hmm. so everybody wanted to buy them because yeah, of Yeah, the sales went out of the roof. Out of the roof? But now through I think the it's, roof. Through the roof. Now I think it's settled down again. Well, I would hope so. That was like 50 years ago. No, I know, but I mean, I don't think they're that popular now. But Reese's Pieces are that old? Yeah. No. Yes, sir. No. Look up the mo- Reese's Pieces and the movie E.T. Reese's. Phone home. The phone home. Really? September 1978? Uh-huh. 
What Reese's? I swear Reese's pieces were like a 2000s thing. Really? This is mind blowing to me. I want to know if any of other millennials listening agree with this because the Reese's pieces are a new age thing. I thought. No way. This is crazy. No, my, my the candy was introduced to the U.S. market first in September 1978. What? Yeah. Oh, the then rel- the then relatively new product became very popular with the 1982 release of E.T. the Extraterrestrial, in which the candy is featured. Yeah, I wonder if Reese's. Um, Paid that company. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. Because yeah. that movie was made so close to when it was released, 1978. Yeah. yeah. And the movie was in 1982. Yeah. So for sure, they were probably looking for a candy to entice it, to make it kind of like a mm-hmm. kid-friendly mm-hmm. alien. Uh-huh. And they stepped in and was like, we yes. want that spot. Yes, please. Yeah, we want that spot. Whatever it takes. Look at this. You can't tell a candy by its shell. They may look familiar, but inside is Reese's famous peanut butter flavor. You know they had to do that probably because of Eminem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They had to have this tagline, you can't tell a candy by its shell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. they're looking so similar. Mm-hmm. That is crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Mom, do you remember those candies being like five cents probably? I don't remember the prices. I don't. I know. I know there was a, uh, used to be a little candy store down um, uh, down on Thirty Eighth Avenue, and called Jack's. And mom would give us a quarter or whatever we get to go down and buy candy from Jack. And apparently. Um, if you were a boy, he had like girly magazines in the back. He was this old crunch, but I remember the smell of his shop. Diane. Did it smell? Oh, go ahead. Yes, Diane, shout out to Di. We would go down there and get candy at Jack's. Di, I bet if you're listening, I bet you remember the smell of Jack's. Did it smell dusty? I could picture it smelling yeah. like old and musky. It had it had a screen door on it that squeaked when you opened it. Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it did. It had wooden steps. Guy, I remember Jack so well. Really? And I mean, who has candy stores now where you just go down and he had a counter well in the mall they do you can still go to like a candy store in the mall you know that's true but i mean they're they're not yeah they're not like the same you know Mm -hmm. they're not like a whole where they've got like a soda fountain and all that like Uh you know they just i think it's more of a novelty than it is like a sweet treat yeah yeah more or less you know yeah i remember jacks but here's a fun little fact because we were on it shout out to jacks by the way if that dude's still around oh no they tore it down i know but what if that guy what if that old man is still chilling oh god no he was old when i was young he he could be living on could have been an alien he could have been. An could alien. be part of the lizard people. I bet he is. He's just a serpent eating little kids now, and I, I bet he is working for Apple. Yeah. Um, why did they use Reese's Pieces in ET? Tell me. I didn't think it'd be a big thing. I thought it was a marketing play, right? Right, but right, right. That was like a Google suggested thing, so I clicked on it. Uh-huh. I guess there is a bit of story. Tell me. And it just starts off by saying. So I'm guessing this is Spielberg. I was just told that we weren't given permission to use M&Ms. So I said, well, what's my next favorite candy? Spielberg recalled, which has now become my most favorite candy because I've been eating it now for 20 years. And that's Reese's Pieces. Whoa, so M&M's turned them down? I bet they regretted that. Oh, I bet they do. Why would they turn, turn them down? I don't Maybe they didn't. I don't know. We never know. Wow. 
and Hershey said yes, and that became the candy of the hour. Wow. Yeah. What a stupid move by him, by Murphy and Mars, Mr. Mars and Mr. Murphy. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Like, yeah. Think about M&M's. Why would you turn down a product pl- placement? Maybe they weren't offering enough. Some people just want the bunnies. Uh, I guess that's And since true. it's a new candy, they're like, sure. Okay. But here's another one. Yeah. What were Reese's originally called? I don't know. This may come as a shock, but they weren't always called peanut butter cups. Um, the original name of the chocolate-coated peanut butter candy was Penny Cups. Oh, how did it get named Reese's? Because they only cost one cent in the 1930s. But why Reese's? Where'd that come from? I'm sure probably like Reese's. You know what? What? We're going to click on this headline that says seven things you need to know before eating Reese's peanut butter cups. Tell me. We need to learn seven things about this candy. Okay, tell me. Right here, right now. Everyone listen. Listen up. I'm listening. You're listening. I'm telling everyone else to listen. Okay. Number one, Reese's were created by a Hershey's employee. Oh. Let's read on. Let's read on. Harry Burnett Reese got his start working at one of Hershey Chocolate Company's dairy farms before quitting his job to start his own candy company, the H.B. Reese Candy Company. There you go. It was launched in 1928. Okay, after Mr. Reese. Got it. They weren't originally called peanut butter cups. We just read that one. They're Mm -hmm. penny cups. Can you imagine that, though? These cost one cent in 1930s. That's not that long ago. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, but one cent back then was significant. Well, I guess what the thirties are. Yeah. Ninety years ago. Yeah. Is this hey, thirties? Ninety years ago? Am I, I doing my math right? Yeah. 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 Dang. Yeah. Why does that feel old, but you knew at the same time? I know it does. Um, okay. Number three, Hershey's brought them back home. Shortly after Harry Reese passed away, Hershey's acquired the H.B. Reese Candy Company and the peanut butter cups eventually became their best-selling offering. Wow. Number four, there's a ton of variations. Yeah, we need Reese's that. peanut butter cups have over 20 variations. Yeah, you got Christmas trees, you got Yeah, pumpkins. yeah, yeah, but they've been starting to go crazy lately around the holidays. There was one I saw, they were putting um, potato chips in their Reese's. And what? I guess they were delicious. Really? Yeah, they were putting, it was like, Potato chip infused like Reese's peanut butter cups. It was like salty and peanut buttery. Really? Yeah, I guess they were awesome. We'll have to try them if we see them. I know, or maybe we could find them, like because it was just a limited time thing. Okay. And I know at one point they were putting Reese's pe- Reese's pieces inside of peanut butter cups. Oh, well, so they're no. like no, crunchy I, inside. Yeah, no, no, I want. But they've been they've been going because, off because I prefer the smooth Reese's to the crunchy Reese's because they they've made. Reese's with crunchy peanut butter, and I prefer the smooth. Really? Yeah. You're you're kind of a smooth gal. I am a smooth gal. Um. Yeah, these are kind of these are kind of. Okay, mm-hmm. let's go back. Number five, they make an insane amount of peanut butter cups. Ooh. Yeah. Another guessing game, mom. The many, nope, there's not going to give me a number. No oh. guessing game. The demand for candy is so high that Reese's makes enough peanut butter cups in one year to feed one to every person in the USA, Japan, Europe, Australia, China, Africa, and India. Wow. Are you kidding me? Wow. Let me read that again. And every, there, every person in these countries can have one Reese's peanut butter cup. USA, Japan, Europe, Australia, China, Africa, and India. And they make, wait, then so they make that many peanut butter cups in a year? Or how? 
Yeah. Okay. They make enough peanut butter cups in one year in to year. feed okay. one to every person in those countries. Wow. I mean, India alone has how many billion? Gazillions. <laughs> Gazillions. There's just so many. So of them. many. Well, I think the USA is what five point five billion. Something like alone. That. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just we're question seeking people today. Yeah. Population yeah. of US. Okay. I don't know what I was tripping about. I think of the entire world is 5.5 oh, okay. billion because yeah, the U.S. is 331 million. Okay, yeah, 300 million. That's still a lot. 331 million okay. in the U.S. Okay. Of all right, India, 1.39 billion. Wow. I mean, that's a lot of Reese's. Come on, they have to be making like three billion pieces a year then. Pro- yeah. With all those countries least. together, at least. Yeah. yeah. Dang, that's a lot. It makes you think like, when are we gonna have like a nut shortage? Oh, good point. Like, where do peanuts come from? Georgia. Peanuts, I said. Peanuts come from Georgia. Georgia farm. <laughs> when you say peanuts. it quickly and your mind's in the gutter, it sounds fun. Where do peanuts come from? <laughs> <laughs> your mind's in the gutter. How many peanuts can you fit in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> You're sick. Get on. What are the other numbers on Reese's? Um, Mom, there, oh yeah, there were seven facts, right? Yeah. I thought there was only five. Yeah. Uh, number six, it has its own holiday. Okay. The candy is so loved that there's now a visual holiday. I love Reese's Day on May 18th. Who knew? Now we know. May 18th, we got to indulge. Okay. Okay. And then number seven, there are giant Reese's for sale. Okay, that's not too exciting. That's the stupidest I've ever heard. That's not an ex- that Number seven was a letdown. Yeah. Well, I wonder what, um, what was Churchill's favorite... Now, there's a random question. What brought <laughs> Churchill to your mind? What brought Churchill to your mind? That's what was it? Because Ronald Reagan's was Jelly Belly Jelly Beans. Was it? That's how they got famous. Nuh uh. Mm-hmm. Really? <clears throat> yep. This one says how to eat, drink, and smoke like Winston Churchill. Okay. So let's just go to the first one and find out how to eat like him. Okay. And then I want to know, and then I'm going to have you pick a president. Let's find out his favorite candy. But how we eat like him. One non-boozy liquid that Winston adored was soup. Oh, I like soup. Yeah, it sounds like an old person thing. Mm-hmm. He'd eat a bowl of cold consomme before bed, even if he'd just returned from a slap-up dinner at the savory. Yeah, that sounds gross. Cold Thin, consomme. non-creamy soups were what Churchill hankered after. Mm. And that applied to his turtle, turtle soup, too. Mm. This he once served up to President Roosevelt after a Commander Thompson spotted a couple of tins in a Piccadilly grocer's and took the rare commodity back to number 10. Turtle soup is even rarer in London these days, although the Museum of Brands, blah, 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 we don't care about. Ready to serve real turtle soup? I want like... Turtle soup? Are they talking turtle soup? Yeah. In fact, your Aunt Dana gave your dad a can of turtle soup once. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. Like it had turtle in it? Turtle soup? Yeah. Like it was like like chicken noodle soup with turtle? Like, I, yeah. Your, uh, dad ate it. I did it. Turtle soup, huh? Yeah. yeah. Dang. I got to find out what's in turtle soup. It turtles. The corpulent PM, Prime Minister, would regularly round off dinner with a cheese platter. My guy. And there was one London... Fromagerie, he regarded above all others. A gentleman only buys his cheese at Paxton and Whitfield. Okay, we don't care. Okay, this is boring stuff. Churchill also adored his Indian curries. You know what? 
You know what, Janner? This is boring. I don't you did know. not know about that. No, but I don't really want to know what Churchill eats. I know. I got really bored. I thought it was kind of like a cool like segment yeah, on what no. he was eating. But then I read that article and that was boring. Was boring. Sorry, audience. Boring. Well, yeah. we found out there's a turtle soup. Yeah. That's, fa- that's fascinating to me. Well, I knew there was. You didn't ever know that they made turtle soup. Zero idea. Huh. That is absolutely brand new to me. I thought that was the I, when I read that, I thought that was the name of like some recipe, like a turtle soup. So maybe it's got like little things that look like turtles. No. But then when I saw that can and it literally just says turtle soup yeah. on it. Yeah. That is bizarre. Yeah. That is wild to me. Yeah. And who's was Jelly Bellies? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? Mm-hmm. Well, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, he did it for some reason, right? He did it to like stop smoking. Yeah, I think so. Or he did it. And um, it made Jelly Bellies famous. Yeah, but he would always have to have a bowl. And I think it was to quit smoking. It was like to, for his appetite, for yeah. his. Uh, his cravings. Cravings. Uh-huh. His hankerings, yeah, some his might hankerings. say. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well, we've had a fascinating talk. She's crazy. Happy Halloween, everybody. And if you didn't know about candy, you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. This was the sweetest conversation we've ever had. Uh, I hope you don't get too much of a rush off this podcast, because then (laughs) later you might crash. Oh, those are... Okay, fine. Give me one... Janner. What? Give me one candy pun before we leave here. Um, I'm going to give you a kiss goodbye. That was corny. Well... You're silly. <laughs> but I'll finger later. What? Butterfinger. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode wah, 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 30 on the charts. Okay. So um have a great I'll, week. Hope you had fun. Have a great week. Happy Halloween. We'll see you later. Danner Janner out. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. I say buh. Bye. Buh. Bye.